Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com. Ride on. Be like Contador. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. No, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our web our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central. You can, of course, log a ride as well with our friends at Zwift. Sometimes he's like Contador. It's Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? Uh, I'm not sure about that. But you're like, uh, I'm cranberry. trying to work out if I go cranberry tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get excited. I'll get excited uh, with a port you know, to finish yeah. off, to wash it down. Um, I'm trying to work out whether he, that was a post-production um, Oscar-winning performance by Alberto do you think, Contador or if it was real. Do you think he channeled his inner Mark Maddio? Ma yeah, I, I think he was taking the mickey on Mark Maddio just quietly. But it's anyway, pretty cool, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of fun. And, and why we played it is because he's partly the owner of the team that won their first stage Ever, I think, and, or is, uh, in a grand uh, well, tour. Certainly, grand tour. It's their Se first grand tour. Absolutely. Yeah. So excitement all around, and you know what a stage it was. We knew, and we told you yesterday, this stage was going to deliver probably a surprise, at least a surprise winner, but some amazing footage. And guess what? We had some snow at the top as well. Five we degrees. Did. Yeah, we had more than just a little bit. There was a quite a bit, wasn't there? I mean, it climbed to seventeen hundred meters. And it was the easiest side, if you want to call it that, the yeah. Zonkalan. Uh, it was still First time hard. since 2003. Yeah. So it was their seventh time in total up it. And the breakaway survived only just, yeah. and not all of them survived. Absolutely. But, yeah, it was a it was a brutal day. And, and as we said, it had a little bit of a reshuffle of the GC as well. Absolutely. We go through all this in this uh, video live podcast. But let's listen to uh, the beautiful winner because yeah. he's got such a beautiful smile. Yeah. And you can see in his eyes the happiness. It's Lorenzo Fortunato. So you just look at yourself winning. What do you think? I'm very happy for today. The team is uh, the best. And uh, in first uh, attack, stay with me, my teammate Albanese and uh, with, uh, with T, I go in the breakaway. In the breakaway, go easy for, uh, for, uh, for all day, but, but uh, when I uh, start Zoncolan, I attack, stay behind the Tratnik and I legs very good and uh, I'm very, very happy. <laughs> You think he's happy? Oh, I love it. That's, <laughs> that's great. I love it how uh, Jeff asks uh, you know, a simple question and then he goes through a very brief summary yeah. of what happened. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a blur for this young kid. Yeah. He's, uh, what is he, 25, I think? He's just turned. So, yeah, it'll be a blur for him. And, you know, for an Italian to win on the Zoncolan, in, 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 uh, I'm not sure if it's his first grand tour, but certainly the teams, as we said, that's, that's 
as an Italian on your home race to win a a, a well, stage like that that lives with you forever. I'm not a betting person, but uh, I can't imagine the odds he would have been under for him winning that stage. He was nowhere oh, that, near well, no, the favourite. No one in the tipping comp picked, picked him, <laughs> for, uh, fair to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but also, I like the fact that he just went, yeah, I went on the breakaway and took it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, he did. He rode smart. He rode absolutely. really smart. And uh, yeah, look, there were some really good riders in the breakaway and we'll hear from one shortly. But yeah. the, the sort of spotlight was on those and not really on him. And when he, when he did jump, you sort of went, ooh, he looks good. And you could see as well the 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 25%, I think he went at some at, point. At the end, yeah. Uh, at the end. And that was just incredibly hard and painful to watch this from my sofa. Uh, what sorry, was, it? was it? Are you okay? Have you yeah, pulled yeah. up? I mean, I had to reach for another well, another piece of chocolate. I, I heard that your battery on your e-bike went flat riding home. So, yeah, yeah, so no. you had to lug 25 <laughs> kilograms. So that actually, that might have been more painful, actually. Yeah, maybe. That's why I just thought, okay, I can allow myself the extra piece of chocolate. Eolo, you, know? <laughs> uh, you know, the team, that team... Uh, Someone, uh, so we, we just saw uh, Alberto Contador, his brother is in charge of, uh, yeah. of the team Francisco. Uh, let's listen to Francisco Contador. Yeah, it's a super uh, moment for us uh, after eight years uh, working with the young categories to, to arrive here the first year to the Giro d'Italia and win the stage in the Zocolan. It's uh, like a dream. It's totally a dream for us, for me, for Ivan, for Alberto, for all people that uh, is working with us. Uh, uh, from the first year of the project, so I'm very, very, very happy. Just talk me through those moments when you knew that, that uh, Fortunato was going to win the stage. No, I can, I, I can, I haven't words for <laughs> for uh, tell you my my feeling. No, and, uh, it's uh, something uh, incredible. I think in this moment, I'm uh, I don't uh, I don't believe it uh, uh, that that we will win the, the stage here. And for a team like yourself, what does this win actually mean? It's good for the sponsor, it's good for the riders, good for the management. This is all for all people. Uh, so it's uh, very good for the project, for the riders, uh, for all our sponsors. Uh, that uh, is uh, super news. This is the best for the Absolutely, uh, the best for the team. Uh, you've been on a, on a smaller team winning uh, their yeah. first stage at, at the Giro. Uh, we haven't got any footage of the party afterwards, but what could this be like? You've been through this. You won the stage, yeah. first stage in a smaller team at the Giro. What What is it like? Well, it meant bugger all for our sponsors because <laughs> we had no money at the end of the year. <laughs> we weren't getting paid. That's, and you had veggie- that's another story. Um, no, but jokes aside. The atmosphere. Yeah, no, the atmosphere is... Yeah, it's yeah. Look, I think um, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. At the time, you're thinking, yeah, what it does for your own career. So, so uh, mm-hmm. Fortunato would be thinking about his own career. The team would be thinking about their sponsors, their management. Suddenly, now, bang, it's it's confirmed. So these sponsors who took a punt with Basel, with the Contador brothers yep. to to build this squad. Now they're, now they're saying, okay, well, we've got something. And now, yeah. and on the other side, Basso and uh, Alberto and Francisco are saying, now we now we can hit them up for more money next year. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah. That's what they are. They're, in a business sense, they'd be thinking, because they their ultimate goal yeah. would be world tour, isn't it? Any, yeah, any yeah. team that goes into the pro ranks, you don't want to stay a pro continental or a wildcard team for the whole career. Your whole ambition as a team manage uh, management or owner is to get enough money that you can be world tour one day. You, you wouldn't say no to it. So that that's their goal. So they're for them, 
their trajectory and their KPIs, if you like, because mm -hmm. it is a business, they're hitting them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, a few comments here. Uh, David is saying, uh, what, an e-bike? Yes, an e-bike. And I'm the biggest advocate of an e-bike e and I'm not taking any comments on it. <laughs> I, I, I have little, I have digs in, but he knows I love them. Yeah, yeah. And e-bags are the best. Yeah, absolutely yeah, best. Yeah, uh, you spoke about the, the breakaway. Uh, Borke Molema is one that... He's a trier. Yeah. yeah. How many times has he tried in this Giro? Well, this... And how many times has he inverted, failed in this Giro of converting this with a win? Ah, yeah. Keep... Failed is a harsh word. That's why I just went, Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, like a better word. Look, the writers say it, don't they? If you don't win, well, you've failed. That's your quest to win each day or someone in your team to win each day. But let's, let's give yeah. him four marks. Absolutely. Let's listen to a book, Melema. Well, it was a super fast day, uh, even faster than, than expected. Uh, it was a nice break. It was, it was really good to have uh, have Moscow also there, Jacopo. And he did a, he did a great job. Uh, I mean, for me, pulling pulling a lot, trying to make the difference with the, the peloton that didn't really want to, to let us go already in the beginning. And then after also when uh, Astana was pulling in the, in the peloton and um, yeah we worked pretty well together well, it was a good good group uh, we knew we also needed uh, yeah more than five minutes for the last climb to arrive to the finish and um, yeah it was was my legs were just not good enough on the last climb I mean I was feeling quite okay today I was trying but uh, yeah there was just just a few guys stronger in the end and I uh, didn't really make a mistake I think I, uh, I ate a lot and uh, yeah, I mean, I had good equipment, uh, made made the right decisions, I think, and um, yeah, I was just full, going full gas up the last climb, especially the last uh, three kilometers when it went really steep. And um, yeah, I guess this this is my my place at the moment. Welcome, Molema here. There, he mentions the equipment. Uh, do you think he's talking about the gear rating? And how do, how do you select that gear rating on a stage like this one? Yeah, good question. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what he meant. All I can presume is he's talking about the gearing. Yeah. Um, maybe the lighter wheels or something like that. But yeah, he would have had a dinner plate, as we call it, on yeah. the back to get him to give him that highest possible cog. But look, at the end of the day, George Bennett was also in the move. And ideally, want to see George Bennett win a stage of a grand tour. And also, I think you saw something George Bennett did yes. the, 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 the climb. We didn't twice. have time to sort of put the picture and show you. Yeah. George Bennett, so Afini, who did a mountain of work, absolutely drove it, his teammate. Yeah. Apparently, Bennett crossed the line, turned around, went back down, and rode back up with Afini. Uh, so he is, he just is. You, you see, you've you got to love the Kiwis. I know, yeah? but you see, you see this sometimes in triathlons or, you know, uh, your local running race yeah, and yeah. stuff, but it's not often you Mate, see you this on the. Doing it. No way. <laughs> I've done it before. I've yeah, done it before. no, it's. That but, is huge. But that, that yeah, is huge. It's a, it's a huge thing to, to to do to go and pick up your your teammate. Is he's he probably, actually is he actually risking anything to write down the course in the in wrong terms way? Of the laws? In terms of the law, yeah, in terms of UCI? Yes, yes. Well, probably not. It's it, at times, and possibly yesterday was a case for that. They turn it. They hit the finish line. They turn around, and their buses might be off a shoot five hundred meters down the yeah. course. So they have to get down, and there's no other road that gets them down. And sometimes the, the, the commissaires will be like, hey, you know, careful. remember his rider's coming <laughs> up. So the riders know, obviously, but on those steep slopes. So maybe I think he was just disappointed in his own performance 
and wanted George, to say thank you. And wanted to say thank you to Afini and he felt bad that he'd failed him. Probably. I'm, I'm second guessing here. There was a bit of that. But just the respect Bennett must have yeah. amongst his teammates and the respect he gives his teammates and riders in the in the Peloton. But he, he's a, a legend. In a way, Fortunato can also give a big thank you to Afini as well for the oh, work that totally. Afini did. Yeah, T totally. Yeah. He, he was a he was the the majority benefactor, yeah. beneficiary, wasn't he? Of it, he, him and uh, who was second, um, Tracknick. Yeah, Tracknick, yeah. the yeah. Tracknick. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so you know, but you've you've got to go all in, and Yumbo Visma went all in, and, yeah. and it didn't pay off. And and likewise, Trek Segafredo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's a comment here uh, which I want to bring up because that brings us to uh, something that we want to talk about. Yeah. Does anything happen to the idiot? I say that politely. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> uh, that bumped into Lorenzo. So uh, let's have a look at what we are talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are talking about this idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. You, I'll tell you who the idiot is here, pal. Look, look. I had a bit of spare time on my hands. So I just thought I'd... Um, Where were you I last just night? Thought, I just thought I'd take a selfie of myself. <laughs> Where were you? Like, you were not replying to You're the... not bad, are you? You're not bad yet. All right. No, Let's we're, talk the real idiot. we're talking about the real idiot, this idiot. And I'm shaming you here. Yeah. Uh, because if you watch the, the race and watch the highlight, I believe it probably will be in a highlight. But this guy nearly took out the stage winner. It was insane. We've insane. seen it before. You, you all know it. You, You've all watched plenty of bike races, I'm sure, and we've seen it before. But my question, my question I have for you at home, and we have for you at home, is should they should they stop get that off? Should they stop? Should when did I do that facial expression? I, I, I never do that. I've got a stack of photos somewhere. <laughs> yes. Should they ban? This is a big question. Come on, serious people. Yeah. Listen. Should they ban anyone from running alongside the riders, period? Even if they're not making it dangerous, should they ban anyone from riding alongside the riders? I'll tell you my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which way, whether they should ban it or not. I like to think not. But when you see things like this, things like that happen, he, he literally almost took him out. And on those steep slopes, it might have cost him the victory. I mean, I'm I'm a bit more direct. I think they shouldn't buy them because yeah. I think they're part of the folklore. I mean, the guys, there was a guy. Well, that's what you love about it. Absolutely. But, but there was a guy half naked just wearing a towel. You know, yeah, you, oh, you we love to see that. <laughs> you see this sort of folklore. The problem is you you get those idiots and not let's let's name and shame them. They are idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but the good thing that I loved actually in that sequence is that the actual public took him out. Yes. They the members you of the saw public. It. Just someone grabbed him after that point, and then he went to go, I think, to track me the second place or yeah. third on the road, and a bunch of them just grabbed him and hauled him off the road. Like that's you, you actually. I don't know what goes through mountain the, fever. The thing though, like I know people are saying band of spectators running, but remember we were in a in in a pity couple of uh, last year uh, because we had racing without public. You know, we had yeah. racing going, and we want to see the public. You want to see the people cheering. We just want a normal behavior. We said uh, years ago, it'll be a sad day when they have to barricade absolutely bottom to top. Absolutely. They haven't had to do that yet, but they keep barricading more. And what you don't want is, look, it, it's happened on Albert Duez. The Italian yeah. riding for T-Mobile, Telecom, crashed because a guy, he wasn't being, well, he was being an idiot, but he wasn't running alongside him. He just thought he'd get in the middle of the road and take a photo. Yeah. And I can't remember there's, the Italian's there's been a policeman He won as well. the stage, thank God. There's been a policeman as well that was taking a photo yep. like this. Yeah, that was in a sprint but finish. On the other end, there's also be Richie Port hitting a motorbike. Yeah. Because of the crowd. So 
do what do we want to see? Let, let us know what you think yeah. uh, in the box below because I think it's an interesting debate. It's a free sport and we want it to stay free and we want it, and we all it's the uniqueness of our sport Absolutely. that we offer the fans. But yeah, what we saw last night. Okay, let's crazy. go back on the road. Uh, I tell you what, someone that was impressive yesterday, mm. Simon Yates. Yes, Simon Yates looked extremely good, and I know we spoke about uh, him uh, with uh, Matt White uh, before the before the Giro started, and and a few days ago as well. He looks really good. He look he looks the good. Well, he he was he was second best last night because mm -hmm. Bernal obviously, you know, fought, all he had to do was follow, and then he counted him right near the top. But Yates had to go early. It was a really um, controlled effort on the steepest part. So it was really strong. He dropped everyone except Bernal. But what that says to me is there's a long time between now and Sunday week. Absolutely. There is a long time between – that's a week away. Yeah. And, and it's the toughest week of the Giro. We it's, know the week always. We've been, it's the week we've been uh, waiting for. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to uh, Simon Yates straight after uh, the stage. Yeah, it was good. Um, better legs than the, than the first week, and I'm slowly getting there. So happy with uh, – with where I'm at, obviously uh, Bernal is the is the man to beat. He obviously showed he had great legs again today, so um, it's going to be tough to beat him. But we'll uh, we'll keep on trying. Yeah, game position, the GC second position, one one minute thirty three seconds. Yeah, yeah. I just I hope the that I yeah. I just hope to have the, the same legs as today for the for the rest of the race now, and uh, hopefully we can try something and, and and try and take the jersey. So that was a uh, Simon Yates. Did you hear that at the very end? What try something and try and take the jersey? Yep. Yates isn't here to finish second. I know. He's here to win it. We, we know uh, that. And I'm stating the obvious, but even now, and although he has got, he is waiting for that moment that Bernal might crack. And he's also lost the jersey in the last few days of a Giro. Mm. It'd be okay for him to win it or to gain it back in the last oh, few yeah. days of a Giro. He is he's so aware. Last day. And I can tell you right now, Matt White and, and Matt White's support staff will be saying to Simon, and he doesn't need reminding, but they would be saying, after last night's stage, you are on the up. Bernal will not get any better. Yeah. And it's probably true. The question is, will Bernal, will Bernal um, crack? Yeah. But this is, this is, brings me a question. Is this the rivalry shaping up for this Giro? I know we are heading yeah, I, into the last week. Is this where the Giro will be won and lost? With those two? Yeah, those two. I think so. Well, based off last night, I guess you can say that. I'd like to think it's not, just those two. I think as spectators and fans, we don't, you know, like there's Caruso in third. He's, it's like he's under the radar. Yeah. Damiano Caruso. This is amazing performance from him. But he's, he's under the radar. <laughs> yeah. 151 uh, off the pace. So he obviously had a great ride last night. Vlasov didn't have a great ride. He probably had his, he's probably had his worst day in the mountains. <laughs> no, he sort of did. And you thank you him. for digging. <laughs> yeah. Stab. Like, we, we know we talk about the, the SBS competition, the tipping competition we have. And you really have a shocker. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm having a shocker. Okay. Uh, let's face it. I'm, I'm winning a few stages. I like Caleb one, but I'm also probably last of that competition. So you're trying to do the sprints and ride GC. And you, you know what? Both, Yesterday mate. I went, I'm going to go safe, mate. I'm going to go, Vlasov. I'm going to go Vlasov. And Vlasov has the worst day ever. And I'm uh, just one but last because our uh, dearly uh, boss, uh, Catherine Willen, picked up Nibali. So thank oh, she, so thank God she, yeah, she yeah. had a shocker too. But Vlasov is, I think, is more of a shocker because you are expecting him to be oh, on the wheel of Bernard. I thought he'd be there. I thought he'd be there. Look, he's still, he's holding down fourth. You've got Hugh Carthy, same sort of thing. 
Bookman, let's, Bookman, let's Bookman, bring I the top think, 10 is, is showing something. That, um, that's the top 10 that we have uh, yeah. today. And and yes, we, we see the difference. There's still not much in the whole lot. Like yeah. Bardet can still win this thing. Well, that's no. it. Based on based on Bardet 4.31, based on the 2016 tour, uh, Giro, Nibali was 4 minutes 40 down at the end of stage 18 yeah. and won the race. Anything's so possible. Now, Bardet isn't going to win, and <laughs> Martinez won't win it in front of him, and Evan Apollo won't win it. But the reality is, when we talk about, yes, all things considered equal, normal, Bernal doesn't change his performance, he will win the Giro. But we have seen year in, year out at the Giro mm -hmm. in the last five, six years, that doesn't happen. So is, is that where the Giro is very different than the Tour de France? Because Tour de France seems well, to be a lot been. more controlled. It has been, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, the last five years, we, we don't have, it's not an argument. It's yeah. the proof is in the pudding that the Tour winners have always sort of been super consistent to the end, where the Giro, they've just faltered in those final mm -hmm. few days. Or so, or there's been a there's been drama, you know, Cruz like hitting the, the ice wall across the top of the Salvio when he was never ever going to lose the race yeah uh so yeah i don't know we'll, we'll find out won't we absolutely uh before we talk about jai uh you mentioned him remco evenepoel we mentioned him pretty much every day but it didn't look great yesterday it didn't look like i mean he was well, there he's been the same i think the last few days yeah. ever since that end of the rest day when they they went on the gravel and he lost two minutes that was his big 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 losing streak that day so if you put it into context what did he lose yesterday he didn't lose I don't think he lost two minutes. He but lost. He's he's still to see a... where he finished on the stage. He lost. Look, he lost three thirteen to the winner. He's still eight from the. He's still eight on the on the GC. You know, he's still there. He only lost. He only lost. By the way, a minute and a half to Bernal. He lost two minutes to Bernal on the gravel stage. Yeah. So on the Zonkelen, he lost less. And let's remind but... ourselves and everyone else: nine months off the bike with mm -hmm. his injury at Lombardia first race back and it's his first grand tour yeah so and it's also it's also let's remember as well that it's probably the first race that he's not winning yeah so mentally he has oh, to a, actually learn to not win everything he has to experience this. so he has to experience it they, you you might you know convince yourself it's okay i'm not winning but yeah. somewhere you're you're used to winning yeah 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 now this is look this is probably the best thing for him to yeah. actually and he's not he's not copping a hiding he's just not we're expecting him to be yeah. right there, aren't Absolutely. we? That's, that's the thing. Uh, let's talk about Jai, uh, because uh, Jai Hinley had, uh, had to retire uh, from uh, the race. Let's bring it back, this, this article here. Yeah. It's an article from uh, uh, SBS Cycling Central. Quote, here, I'm really disappointed. I have worked really hard to be here and fight for the team spot on the podium, but there is no, uh, there is no other option. I'll keep rooting for the team from home and hope to be back in action soon. Uh, what do we make of this? Remember yesterday, a couple of days ago, you said, he's lost time. Is he going to pull a sneaky and try to win something? Clearly, he wasn't. No, nah, uh, he's he was sick. Yeah. Uh, but what from now for Jai? Can we uh, think we can see him at the Tour de France? Maybe the Vuelta? What, what would yeah, that be? If yeah, he, if... he probably wasn't on the schedule for the Tour, but mm -hmm. that may change because he's pulling out with a week to go. So yeah. he's saving, you know, he's not completely cooking himself. So, yeah, I just wonder. Um, yeah, we'll have to watch this pace yeah. with Jai. It's really disappointing for him that he'd lost a bunch of time. And I just wonder if it's all related. Um, I know this sounds crazy, but he's he's pulled out because he's got some pretty bad saddle sores. It generally means you're not 
sort of centered on the bike, if you're, you not have sitting this issue, right. you're not sitting right, does that mean your body's a bit out of whack, then everything else isn't working correctly? Obviously, it wasn't for him. Yep. Remember, he was super last year. I know this field is pretty super this year as well, but no, that wasn't – we haven't seen the best Jai Hindley. So yep. he'll he'll get back. He just needs to get fix his body up, get right. And let's hope so. Let's hope for the Aussie fans. Yep. Let's hope for us that we do see him at the tour because it'll be fantastic. Absolutely. Okay, let's listen from uh, Egan Bernal. He's still in pink. He's here. Uh, he's sleeping he's, again. He's sleeping again, yep. but he's not sleeping at the wheel because he's, he's riding a very, very aggressive Giro, I would say. Uh, let's listen to Egan Bernal. Today, have you raced with the mentality of a killer? I don't know. I don't know if that's the that's the name, but uh, I just try to 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 be calm because uh, I think I am in a really good position now in the in the GC. I don't need to to attack in in every mountain stage. I need to be calm. I need to be patient. And uh, finally, I just uh, follow Jates, and then you know I try to to do the the acceleration in the final and. I think I, I did a good race. Before you followed Yates, were you surprised that uh, Astana was pulling? Yeah, I mean, they, they were uh, pulling actually really hard uh, in the during during the stage. So I think I was thinking uh, Blasov would be would be good. Normally, it's a, it's a good climb for him. So, yeah, I've, I mean, I was surprised that they were pulling really hard in the during the stage but then in the final I think uh, we we had the control of the race you have doubled your advantage is now 133 over yet what do you think I think uh, it's it's a good uh, it's a good gap but uh, I need to 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 have uh, to be focused you know because uh, you know Everything can happen in the in the Giro, so it looks like uh, 1.30 is uh, enough time, but uh, you never know. So I need to be calm with the with the gap. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Gra gracias. Gracias. And merci, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but look, what I get from uh, from this interview is, and when you see on on the bike, he looks solid, though. He, he looks very solid. He's totally solid. He's riding um, really measured, really smart. He's not opening himself up to counterattacks. He's waiting, and he's in that beautiful position now in the lead. But that last question from Jeff and the last answer from Bernal, yeah, the advantage is good, but this is the Giro. Yeah. And he knows. He's seen it. He's seen it from the sidelines, how the gap just completely evaporates. You know, Yates lost 40 minutes. Yeah. He was he – was, not going to lose the race. Mm -hmm. I remember. Not only lost it, he fell outside the top 10, I think. It was insane. I think we were all crying. That oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I don't expect that from Bernal, Bernal but yeah. it would not surprise me in the slightest if he has a bad day and suddenly we see the tables I turn. hope we're building up this last week of yeah, the Giro enough because... You just want to see a good battle. Yeah. and But yeah. You, you almost know it's going to happen yeah. either way. And, yeah, if, yeah. In, and if not them, you still have Caruso in there. Yeah. We, still, we still have some people that can actually go for broke. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it, it, it will, it's going to, either way we look at it, it's going to, to deliver something yeah. really uh, exciting, I think.
Okay, before we move on to uh, what's happening tonight uh, on your uh, screens, let's have a look at uh, what people are saying. Uh, Suzy is saying, yes, ban the spectators and ban the flags. Uh, you got Paul uh, that is saying, on parts of the road, maybe when they steep, they need to put barriers. So maybe the, uh, the, the organization might be to be, need to be more proactive nice, and understand yes. yep, yep. where they could be trouble yep, because yep. the riders can't uh, move too quickly yeah that, that's a very good comment i, I believe uh band of flares as well i don't know if i agree with band of flares no uh, i like the flares i like the flares like, I don't mind otherwise the flares. it becomes Manny like Keaton doesn't like them yeah i know <laughs> i'm like if it's not hurting anyone um how about here's, here's an idea how about we just have like you know they have the litter zone yes you know where they try the food how about we have the chaos zone yeah so there's but a 10 <laughs> kilometer section where guys in their in their, just their bathrooms this is where they're staying yeah that idiot <laughs> And you know, <laughs> and the, if you get caught out too bad, <laughs> let's call it the idiot zone. <laughs> yeah, the, the idiot zone. All idiots are allowed in that 10 kilometer <laughs> radius. Whatever happens, happens. No, I'm joking. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, let's look at uh, the profile for uh, tonight. Uh, what do you make of the stage, stage 15 uh, yes. of the uh, Giro d'Italia? It is an interesting one. It is a very interesting one. It switches between Italy and Slovenia, by Slovenia, the way. Slovenia, yeah. Yeah, I, I've actually raced around this um, region before. It is stunning it is beautiful um goes from grado uh in the south heads up and then it does three circuits around this uh, Gorica yeah. uh township finishing there couple of little climbs and their kickers they've got some 14 percent pinches in them it's perfect for a breakaway yeah. absolutely perfect because i think the day after is another big mountain stage a break will survive a breakaway will win the stage 100 i'll bank it now what I don't know is who's going to be in that breakaway. So that is the big question. Can Sagan do something on a stage like this one or not? He could. I think he's got it. I think his problem is it's, oh, well, yes and no. It's flat at the start, but I think the other sprinters teams will try and neutralize him out of it because okay. remember the Chiclamino jersey is up for grabs. Yep. So they'll try and neutralize him out of it. And really that finale with the circuits, Sagan on, on a pretty half decent day, is going to win yeah. if, if he's in a breakaway. Okay. Or even if it comes down to a group, he's, he's you know, um, take the GC guys out. I don't think too many riders will drop him uh, on those short little climbs. So it's, yeah, it's going to be an interesting Absolutely. one. Absolutely. It'll be good. Uh, and it's, of course, on SBS Viceland. Uh, starts at uh, five minutes past nine. It's on... only 147 kilometres too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a short, a short one. one yeah. So it's a good one to watch. Which is good for a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah, people totally. work on Mondays. Uh, yeah. So it's relatively good for a Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, 9.05 on uh, SBS On Demand and 9.20 on SBS Viceland. Uh, any other news in the world of uh, cycling? Yes. There's, there's a fair bit of news. Yeah, there's a bit of news happening. So we'll just update you on the Women's Tour of Burgos which is happening of course grace brown won the opening stage she got the lead she lost the lead on stage two but nothing disastrous only by a second or two stage three overnight we've got a kiwi another kiwi neon fisher black from sd works she's taken the lead from what i can see in the gc grace brown's on the same time yeah so grace brown time. is in second place overall but same time it's on a count back obviously and it was a seal uh ludwig Utrip Ludwig, who won the stage uh, for FDJ. So we've got one stage to go in Burgos. So that's good. Grace Brown's in a great position. Uh, good confidence boost for her too for the Olympics. And in the Ruta del Sol for the men, yes, that was one of the tours in Spain that was postponed early in the year because of uh, sort of uh, the second or third wave of COVID. So that's on now. 
sprint finish to the line, um, former bike exchange and absolute legend of a rider for that team and on his new team now with Israel, Daryl Impey crashed with Rob Stannard oh. of Bike Exchange yeah. <laughs> in the finish. From all accounts, um, Impey maybe switched slightly. Nothing malice in it, and I don't think he'll even be rubbed out for the stage. It was just a bit of an accident. Okay. Uh, but they hit the deck both at high, high speed. From what reports I've read, I think they're both okay, apart from taking a chunk of skin off. So they're all like, they're both okay. They'll both retake their position, I imagine, in the stage uh, tonight. Tonight, so I think that's yep, I think that's, I think the that's about it. Yeah. yeah, no mountain bike, more news. We've had a couple no. of World Cups, and it's all happening though. It's all and also, up. Uh, of course, uh, I've said about the, the stage tonight, and then we've got a cracking week coming up. We've got some really good guests lining up. Uh, Stay tuned because we have mm. it might be the last week of the Giro, but we have some really good content for you guys. And yeah. I'm not we're chasing a few too. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not I'm not building it up for the sake of building it up. We have some well, great we stuff. We <laughs> are, but you know. come on, boost the numbers. Don't. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, tell your friends, tell your mum, you know, tell everyone. Tell your cousins, <laughs> tell your cousins, brother. Yeah, uh, but no, seriously, we have some really good content coming up uh, all across this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Michael, for coming today. Pleasure. One big one tomorrow. And then we're into the second rest day, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Looking thank you for it. thank you for joining us. Uh, this was the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, 4 p.m. tomorrow, live on the SBS socials. It's bye for now. And you know what? Leave it like Alberto Contador. Before we go, a quick word from our sponsor, Zwift. When it comes to sport, I always tell my kids, rule number one, have fun. On Zwift, fun is fast. Tour de France winner, Geraint Thomas uses it. So too does Mathieu van der Poel and Australia's Neve Bradbury Zwifted her way to a world tour contract. One of my favorite things on Zwift is seeing the flags of people from all around the globe that I get the chance to ride with. I love the structured workouts, doing meetup rides with friends, and when I'm feeling strong, doing a few races. They definitely hurt, but they are fun. It's easy to get started. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com, and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.